the pits of Detroit, Michigan. Your ass is listening to Radio Underground. Shit. Admit it. You thought it was a hoax. And the reason I'm not doing my normal Radio Underground episode, whatever, because this is a very special occasion. Thank you, Premise Land Ted, for joining. Big Bird, thank you for joining. L, Michigan has crossed the Rubicon. Rubicon. Yes, it's been, uh, what, 17 years? 16, 17 years? And normally when I'm this fucked up, I only have enough pride to be alone because I don't want anyone to see it and witness it. But you're here. You get to see it. <laughs> you you get to be right over your right shoulder. Here I am. Yeah. Oh. You get to see it. Well, we did. We watched the game together. So, you know, it was a different type of bonding. Yeah. We were at uh, the Honorable Frank's house and it was a fun time. And those guys, I guess we could call them out. Said, yeah, yeah, we'll come over to your house and we'll do the whole deal. Yeah, because we had the gorgeous Sherry who was supposed to be here, Bob's wife. Yeah, and they all bitched out on us, so it's just me and you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know what? All that hard work we put into setting everything up and one hell of a game, everybody. Thank you for getting the fuck in here. Yes, great game, great game. We defeated the evil empire. We we beat them. We beat Omnicron. Last week. Yep. Yep. We shit stomped uh, Iowa, and we're going to move on to big, bigger and better things. We have to beat the white devil down south eventually. Yes. The sport ball did go well, cuz. Yes, it, it did. It did. Yep. And Abram Stein. Stein Cohenberg or what? Yep. Uh, I'm, all right. I'm going to assume that's E. Cook being a uh, character. I think he's a. a but thank you, everybody. We're here. It's clearly a very white name, these guys. <laughs> yeah. We, we're on a... Hey, Dungeoncraft, Andrew, thank you. Yep. Everybody share this link, because you're never going to see me drunker than I am right now. You will not see it again till next week. Well, Dungeoncraft, we were we were late, too. We are like four hours late, because we watched a football game first, and now we're doing a special... 85. We're doing a special episode. 85 Bears. Now I know who this is. Hey, how's it going, Eric? Yes. Hello. It was great. It was a phenomenal game. And uh, they went out there and they did their thing and we won. Crushed. Crushed Iowa. Three, five and a half touchdowns lead. Took, yeah, I mean, took it a little too easy on the uh, little brother and uh, paid for that. But you yeah, know what? Yeah. Uh, little brother is going to have to learn a lesson in respect. Eventually. <laughs> OT was amazing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. There was... Anyway, so my impressions of, of the game, Al, were uh, Michigan was superior in every way. Uh, absolutely. I mean. Uh, I was de- hold, held up, but uh, not for long. Yeah. I mean, they came out, they came out strong because, I mean, like what? I mean, it wasn't that long in the game. They had two touchdown lead. And, and they, they really didn't. It was very defensive for quite a while. Indeed, it was. And then they they get that third touchdown, and it was kind of, you know. And then after half, 
I don't know. It was uh, once we scored that fourth one, like we just we took the gas right out of that team. Absolutely, just, you know. We do appreciate that, Ted. Thank you very much for the share. Oh yes, thank you. And we always encourage our fans or followers to follow the Premise Land on various platforms because he's a intense, intensely funny comedian. Have another beer, Mike? Yeah, I need to have many more. He's having one. I've had like twelve. He's, he's and I did like two shots of Fireball. I'm fucking. Uh, I'm pretty hemmed up. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a special occasion. Yeah, I, I won't do it again till tomorrow. Right. Promise you. <laughs> it was a. It was a. It was a glorious day today. I'm fairly certain that tomorrow will be your uh, recuperation. <laughs> No, the next three days will. Yeah, it's gonna take three days. Yeah, because you'll go to. I, pr- I probably won't be. I probably won't feel okay till Wednesday. And just That's in time. Answer. Just in time to do it again. Yeah. Well, the good the good thing about me instead of doing a Friday and Saturday both, I only do a Saturday. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, Which, it gives me a full week's recuperation process. And that wasn't always the case. It used to be Friday and Saturday. No, it was Friday. Yeah. I did a Friday and Saturday. Uh, for 20 years, basically. Yeah, yeah. Give and take. The Wings won, too. There you go. Oh, well, all right. And, Chris, we haven't heard from you in a while, and, and yeah. uh, thank you. Yeah, Cooch, it's uh, it's nice to see you back it's, on it's, here. We're like keeping the scene alive. You know, we, uh, we, we're glad to see our friends all up in here. Yeah, the Red Wings are on a roll. I think that's four in a row or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's four in a row. That's uh, it's it's a uh, it's nice. I'd like to see some of our other sports ball teams do uh something. Yeah, we can't. I don't know, man. It's the good thing is we have when when winning bears fruit. You got to go with it. You can't go with the negativity. Oh, absolutely, because it's always so negative around here, and we can't always. And we got people like E Cook who fucking likes the bears. Oh, and we got scum and filth around us. Even though I'll, I, I gotta say, the fact that he likes the Bears, but he likes Michigan, that's a push. So he's just like a person. He's like a yeah. You're human to us, and and out of can't hate you. Out of the four teams in our division, I don't hate the Bears the most. No, <laughs> so it's always going to be the Packers. To see, me. Seeing a lot of people, it is. I absolutely cannot stand the Vikings. Really, I've always I hated hate the them. Cheeseheads. Uh, yeah, I, I John, do hate the cheese. I want them heads. marched off into camps. I do hate the cheese heads, but uh, I want them into camps. Which lions? Because it wasn't any lions in this town that won. Tigers will rebound. Tiger, the Tigers are. The, I like the Tigers this year. I watched a ton of baseball this year. They were. I loved watching their scrappiness. I loved their comebacks. I loved uh, even when they lost, they made it worth. You know, they didn't get they're a building team and then they went out and they bought some players. Uh, they bought a couple guys, free agents. Uh, they, we've got a great farm system. Uh, I'm considering buying a, like a small, uh, season package, like a 10 game or something like that. Sweet. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think so. I'm going to look into it. By the way, big bird, thank you for chiming in. And you were a tremendous hit with the crew here because yes, you taught you, you had a very knowledgeable, uh, Abilities towards the, uh, the hardcore punk, the G.G. Allen, the scum rock. Yes. Things that me and Al have talked about millions of times. Yes. On and off the air. Yes. So, Very. we like our big bird. Yeah. Six foot two or three guy from the south. Miggy, Miggy will get the... Uh, He'll get the 3,000. He will get the 3,000. He'll get the 3,000. 
Yeah. He's, he's getting it. There's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt what's sever. He's got uh, two more years, and he already stated he's not going to play out. After his contract, he's done. So, uh, you know, um, they'll, they'll probably there'll be something for him to do here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, like, the two the two big free agent signings that we had this last week before the lockout, before baseball locked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, were because of Miggy. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he made calls, and he got him here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's yeah, you know, I mean, so, it it helps to have a great manager. So that's it, another thing. I also noticed that the uh, we were watching the game earlier. The lineup of broadcasters. Ah, uh, yes. They had Woodson. Great to see Woodson there. Yep, yep. Brady Quinn. Yeah. Still looks great. Still yeah. looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Leinart. Yep. Total Chad, six five, yeah. gorgeous. Yep. All these beautiful men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, it's just the, like it's like this is what I'll never be. Yeah, it's the new uh the Freddie No baseball. Oh, he's talking about Freddie Freeman, yeah. No, you don't get the, you, you don't get to determine that. I always will talk about baseball. Always. So that was the only sport I was ever really good at. Mm, yeah, I love baseball. I was a decent baseball player. I was a pretty good baseball player. I'll, I will tell you that right now. That if there was one sport where I would have been good enough to move beyond high school at, it would have been fucking baseball. But I gave up on everything to uh, build CB radios. I was going to say a, to pursue your dream. And, you'd be a fucking nerd. Yeah. And, and everything since has been a, a complete pursue, failure. To pursue your dream of nerddom. Yeah. So I, we enough of we can, we can talk about sports and we'll get back to it. But I got to tell you guys, I wanted to have your brother in here, but yeah. he's not here, so yeah. I'll just I'll just go into the uh, what happened to me this week. Oh yes, yes. I had some major problems, major problems that happened to me this week, and I don't know if you guys care, but you're going to hear it anyway. And I'll take I'm going to give you give you you have to give me five minutes of your time. Well, maybe it, maybe ten. It is your show, so we can. Yeah, and and I'm the fucking CEO here. Yeah. So, so here's what happened. I, I wasn't going to, I hadn't, I had planned on not doing an episode, not anything one because of the game, but two, because I had a really bad week and it started out November 10th. So think about how far back that is. Uh, yeah. November 10th. Yeah. And I had to, I said, Oh, I got about two or three work. I got to do a yearly, uh, where I have to see my doctor once a year. It used to be once every six months. Funny how that changed after COVID, right? And that's once a year. Right. So you don't need to come back, but once a year. So I needed my uh, blood pressure medicine refilled once a year, and they do me three months, three, you know, four. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you yeah. get, what, 90-day intervals? Yeah, per year. Right. Per, you know, it skips over. And I called my doctor November 10th. Hey, yo, uh, I'm about out. You know, uh, I got about two or three weeks left. And he's like, well, we're really busy right now. We can't get you in until December 14th. I'm like, all right, but I'll be out uh, in two weeks, which will be about Thanksgiving and, you know, December 14th, far beyond that. And he's like, well, um, just just call in or, you know, do your Walgreens online thing, and it, it'll be okay. I'm like, all right, no problem. So I run out the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Which is you know the big bar night or whatever that yes. people who are normal go out on a bar night. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. And I try to contact them like, hey, yo, I'm out. 
you know, tomorrow will be my last dose. They're like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. We'll refill them. Okay, no problem. Well, next day comes, I have nothing. It's Thanksgiving. Nothing's open. Right. So now I don't have blood pressure medicine for that day. I go up to the pharmacy itself. My mom, my mom's like, go up to the pharmacy. They'll give you an emergency pl- supply. Like yeah, a yeah. Days. It's usually like three days yeah. or something like and that. And I go up there. I'm like, hey, I'm out. Uh, I, 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 I tried to tell them two, three weeks ago that I would run out. Can you help me out? They're like, yeah, we'll give you three days. That'll get you to Monday, and you you can call again. So I call in Monday, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. No problem. Don't I don't want you to worry about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Monday today. Monday was my last dose, and I'm 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 fucking out again. Right, and they're not gonna give me. Yeah, and, and they're like, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Blah blah blah. <laughs> So a couple days go by. It's two days without medicine. Finally, get my third day without medicine. I I fucking take a day off work and I go up to the doctor's office, pissed as fuck. Because mm-hmm. there's another problem. I have to do my DOT physical to drive a truck for a living. Right. And I've been three days without my medicine, and the DOT physical is the next day. So and I looked oh. and, I, and I and I took my blood pressure, and it was like instead of like. The medicine usually keeps it in a good range. I'm 110, 120 over 70. Right. I'm at like fucking 157 over like 85. I'm like, fuck, it's going up. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm stressing or because they I don't have the medicine. I don't know either way, but I'm yeah, aggravated. Probably a little both. But. I, I go up there and I'm like, guys, my blood pressure is fucking up. And I haven't had my medicine. You guys, I called the... And the fucking bitch looked at me in the eyes like, you're not supposed to wait till the last second. I'm like, I called you November 10th. November right. 10th. Right. I go, it's December, like, it's December 1st, I think. I go, yeah. it's 20 days ago. I called you, motherfuckers, and you said it'd be no problem. Like, and she did this. She goes, well, we got a new computer system. I'm like. How is that your problem? I'm like, I just need my medicine. I go, I, I told her, I go, I go, tomorrow, because it was Wednesday, I go, Thursday Thursday was the day I got to redo my test. I go, tomorrow, my fucking shit runs out, and I can't drive a truck. Tomorrow. And I called you two, three weeks ago and told you, there is. I didn't wait the last second. You guys fucked up. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Fucking help me out. Call it in and be yeah, done and with it. And she's like, we can't do anything. So finally, I went and I told my mom, because my mom knows the doctor very well. She's very, like, has a good rapport with them. I'm like, Mom, I hate to ask my mommy for help, but these fuckers, I, I'm out of medicine. I don't know what to do. Right. I'm out, and I go, tomorrow is my fucking DOT, and if my shit's high, I'm fucking, I don't have a job. Yeah. Because I can't drive. Yeah. And uh, she's like, all right, I'll call them. She called them, and they didn't do a fucking thing for her. Not a thing. She even flipped out on them, and there was a big fucking to-do. And my dad's like, <laughs> who's always the voice where he's like, we'll do a teledoc. I'm like, what? Teledoc, you know. I did a teledoc thing, and I call this dude. I'm not, I am not exaggerating, and I swear to God on the Bible, it was less than a minute of a call. I'm like, hey, dude, they won't refill my medicine. I'm out of blood pressure medicine, and I need it tomorrow for my duty physical, and it's creeping up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding, a 45-second call. Yeah. He calls it in. I go up to Walgreens, take my one dose. The next day, take my other, go into my my fucking DOT physical, and it's it's. 
enough to pass, but it was a little high, but it, like, and I got it. I fucking called them my doctor. I said, I'm fucking done with you fucking people. You suck. She's like, the medical industry's crumbling. She tried the whole like dramatic. Oh yeah. Thing. yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Save I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? The, the teledoc guy got me the fucking concentra that I went into to do my fucking random DOT test. They took care of me. You're a fucking bitch. And oh, I left this part out. I forgot to tell you about this. When I went in, because they wouldn't refill my my uh, medicine, they have like 30 seats in that fucking waiting room. Mm-hmm. Two people. And I'm not, I swear to God, two people. An old woman and a young kid who was coughing, by the way. I'm like, stay the fuck away from me. Right. But there's two people in that giant-ass waiting room. <laughs> and I said to him, like, okay, if you can't refill it, can I just come in? Like, you can check me now. Like, just, like, I can go in and see him, right? There's no one here. Right. It's just like, uh, we don't, we have appointments. I'm like, there's two fucking people here. Right. What the fuck are you, don't lie to me. You have two fucking people here. Anyway, fuck them. I call, I got my, I got a hold of my, uh, my dad and he's like, my doctor's way better than this. I contacted his doctor, saw her. I got a whole deal set up. I already for, saw her. Yeah. I already yeah. saw her. Everything's fine. Yeah. And you know, and I would go see her in a couple of weeks for check other stuff. But yeah, generally speaking, everything's fine. But the fucking these. The point is, my medical uh, practitioner that I've been with my whole life is a fucking asshole, and I'm not one to trash people online and get them downvoted or any that. But you fuck you people, I hate you, and I hope you fucking. I don't hope anything bad happens to you because that's bad karma on me. So I don't want to do that. But I hate you. Yeah. Personally, I fucking hate your guts, and I and I fucking. So you've been with this doctor all your life. I, I hope fucking coffee spills on your lap, fag. <laughs> so, so you've been, yeah, from McDonald's, and you don't get any money in a lawsuit. Yeah. Um. So you've been with this doctor all your life. You, you've been with him along. No, well, this particular, yeah, it's not the same doctor, but like his underlings, and like yeah. it's this this building yeah. my whole yeah. life. Yeah. The, all your records are there. Yeah, and it's 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 fucking pathetic. And and the, yeah, the way they did me. Yeah, it's, it's, I got the Moderna jab on board at Delta to get on board with. Okay, Delta flights. Okay, I understand that. Whatever. Funny thing is, I went to the DOT and uh, they didn't say anything about a jab. And I'm a truck driver, so they're not mandatory. That's all fear shit online. No one's making you do anything you don't want to do, by the way. But anyway. You know, I kind of wondered about that, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, DOT, I'm, a, I'm a truck driver. I went yeah. to the DOT, and everybody was fear-mongering. I, I kind of wondered about, because you're, a truck driver is kind of a solitary-type job. You're not so, around anybody. So that kind of makes sense that they wouldn't be, like, mandatory in it, you know, on that. You know, like, if you worked in healthcare, you know, that's different. Yeah, no, one's, no one said anything, and I was like... Only thing I came in because I was fucking worried about not having my medicine, and it was a little high. And uh, the girl was was like, "Just lay down for a second. I'm like, "All right." She's like, "Just lay there," and I lay there for I don't know twenty minutes. She came and took it, and it was fine. Yeah, the blood pressure was fine, but uh, I did have to do the lay down thing though. <laughs> you need to lay still for a second, big man. Calm down. And the and the um the doctor that came in, blonde haired chick, Ukrainian, I'm not gonna say her name, but and uh, she was 
She's like, oh, I remember you from last year. I'm thinking about, so yeah, it's that small, huh? <laughs> I'm that memorable. <laughs> it's Pin Dick over here. Remember him from last year? <laughs> it's good old Pin Dick. I remember examining your balls last year. Yeah. Little bird's nest over here. <laughs> do I deliver food? No. I do not deliver food. No. I deliver uh, products for construction stuff. Yes. I'll put it that way. And it's, I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm really not around people at work much. I go out, I get my route. Occasionally, I'm around a person or two. It's not much, though. Right. Just, it kind of doesn't matter if I jab or not, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, that was my week. Oh, yeah. I forgot to left this part out because it was a bad week. And I had the, it, it led into the the DOT physical. And when all this was done and I got home from my DOT physical and I'd had all this stress running around for days trying to figure, took a day off work trying to figure out how I can possibly rectify the situation. And it was all done. I mean, literally the second it was all done and they'd taken my first pill in three days. I'm not kidding you. The minute that pill went in my mouth, I got a, a text from my mom. I'm having chest pains. I'm like, oh, no. This this ride doesn't end for me right now. No. This, this ride is not ending. And I, I, I run next door. I'm like, what's wrong? Sit up. And I have to caretake to my mom as I just got through my days of hell. And it's like, um, anyway, she, I don't know. It took about an hour to get her back to okay and f- get the right dose of medicine in her. And it was just, so this is my week. Yeah. This is what I do. And so I try to come to you guys and be funny and entertaining after all this crap that goes on in life. And you know what? It's no different for everybody. We all have our problems. You have your problems. Me, we all have our problems, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm I'm fortunate. I don't have as as many problems as a lot of others, but. No, know. we don't really. In the grand scheme of things, not like how other people have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, I don't. I don't have a lot to deal with, and I guess it's basically I keep it that way, <laughs> you know. Yeah, keep less people in your life. Yeah, it's, it's a good kinda, way to go. It's kind of been that way for a while, so you know. But uh, I mean, yeah, this next year like is going to be big because I got a lot of changes that I got to make to get, you know, I got to get back driving, get some things taken care of, you know, clear my name. <laughs> I guess you could say in some ways, so yeah. that I'm kind of more back on the legit because. Uh, like I just one all of a sudden I well I said it earlier to you but I, I just realized that uh this next year uh is the last year of my forties yeah you you're incredibly old and so uh you know I I, I think going into the following year the twenty twenty three year which would be my fiftieth year on Earth um, that I should probably kind of be a little bit better situated. Like, not have anything hanging over me. You know, if you have it figured out, it's a good time. Right yeah, now. yeah. I mean, like... Before you get that Rubicon of 50. Yeah, because it, it is different, I guess. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of time left before potentially retiring and shit like that, so... I remember thinking people, like, my age were, like, dying. Like, I thought, like, a, a, like a 43-year-old was a decrepit prick. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't have anything to live for. 
but now here I am. You're old. <laughs> You're like 43. You might as well just fucking suck start a shotgun, dude. You're yeah, dead. Right, right. And E-Cook, I'm glad that you're in here and you created this character. I, I don't know what to do. I'm in my 30s. Ah, you know what? The thing is. Enjoy him. You, That's what I did. Everybody tries it. There is no right way. That's how I look at it. And I'm not trying to be all this uh, this dude that's, you know, we're our own gods, man. Pick your own. No, I, mean, I literally mean there is no right or wrong way beyond causing someone harm. Right, Al? Yeah. Don't harm anybody. No. You're not harming anybody. You're all right. There, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, um, there's no, there's no specific agenda that you have to follow. There's no way you have to do anything other than, right, exactly. Just kind of morally, like, kind of, you know, don't hurt other people. Just, yeah. Have a little, uh, have a little tact, a little couth, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, b- before you, before you react, think, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's certain shit that there's, you just, like, that kind of stuff. There's but basic laws of, as, of the universe we can all follow. As far as, like, living your life, live it the way you want to fucking do it, man. I mean, look, I knew people that like got all super serious and responsible right out of high school, like started families, all this stuff, and had and, and did great. And then I know some that did, and they fucking imploded. And then I know some that waited till later in their lives, you know, got the degree and, and got situated and then got married and started kids and all this stuff. You know, and, and their lives worked out better this way. And then I know that, that some didn't. So it's it's all... It's all different. You don't. There, you don't know. There, I mean, there, the only wrong path is no path. You'll yeah, actually I mean, figure it out. Like, I, uh, I just think that uh, I, for me, like saying that I'm, I, there's just a few things I need to take care of. For me, I need to be driving again because I can't. I can't handle it. Yeah, uh, and that's like huge. Like I'll walk wherever I need to walk, but it. But like I need to be able to. Uh, break free <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know you get to a point i mean so and as far as like the you know, work i mean whatever i could do this i could stay at this place for the rest of my life or i could go somewhere else it really doesn't matter i mean i'm at a point in my life i my buddy chris and i were talking earlier and i'm like you know even though we both have to work for a living we're both kind of like looking he's seven eight years older than me and we're like semi-retired kind of you know because we don't have to work all the extra hours we don't have all these responsibilities that some people have in their lives you know we just have to take care of ourselves you know i mean i take care of my parents with certain things you know financially a little bit and you know but i live there um so that's fine i mean that's that's true uh al and ted I have. Don't worry, that nobody knows what the fuck you're doing. Guys, I left a link in the chat. Nobody, you're right. If you guys want to hit that link and get in here, we're all for it. Yeah. If you don't want to get in here, that's fine. Me and Al will preach at you about the various intricacies of life and yeah. somebody's right in here. Big yeah. Bird. We'll go we'll put Big Bird to our right. Preach at you about the hey. hey, Big Bird. Can you hear us? Hey, what's going on? All right. I'm trying to add you to the right, and it's not letting me. Why? I don't know. Hold on a second. You're right, because nobody knows what the fuck we're doing. It's, you know. 
Yeah, that threw me for the loop the last time. It's like it's like a five second delay between the the guest cam and whatever's on YouTube. Oh yeah, you can see in that last appearance, like I'm I'm like jumping back and forth trying to see where I am in lieu of, of everybody else. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay, hold on. Let me unlock the screen. Well, yeah, like the last time you were on Big Bird, like I couldn't see anybody except for my cousin. There you are. Who's, you know, there Mike, you Mike are. was the only person I could You're see. You're in. We got you in. Yeah, there we go. All right. And then we had, what, five, six people in that time. I yeah, could, we, had, I we had. Oh, Jay's kids got on here and did but their then, song. Uh, yeah. But then one, uh, the one time we did it, Ben was on. And oh, we had like eight people that. And time. I saw everybody. Really. I saw everybody that time. So, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, if you guys had a party going on. The Rubik's Cube kid. Oh yeah, the, Rubik's Crew. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah, those kids. And uh, yeah, that's one of my. Uh, that's one of my best friends. That's his. Uh, his uh, kids. Yeah. And, the, uh, the funny thing, like when we first started doing this, I mean, this was like 2018. Yeah. Or twenty nine it was like really early twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. He's like, Yeah, Jay's kids, they got like you know thirty thousand. Thirty, fifty thousand subscribers. I'm like, Really? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, Well, they're not gonna care anything about what we're doing. And fuck, dude, they they're like, Yo, you guys are funny and they're like they try to get their buddies in here and they're really uh-huh. they're really gracious with their friends. I'm like, guys, we're 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 incredibly old here. Like ah, it doesn't matter. We think you're funny. I'm like, all right, fine. And they, they try to help us out, and I'm still hyped. Got to be four hours. Go blue, Ohio biker. I don't know who this guy is. Ohio biker, thank you. Are you one of Brian's buddies? I think you might be. Still hyped. Well, I'm. I'm glad that he's he's rooting for Michigan when he's got a name like Ohio biker. Yeah, you're Ohio biker and you're rooting for Michigan. How do you not get pounded down there? Yeah, we. <laughs> if you're in Ohio, we feel <laughs> we we feel bad for you, but at the same time, we're really happy that. Uh, but Big Bird, you won over a lot of people with your Gigi Allen stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was, we, uh, it, it, yeah. people dug it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It, I, did you get any uh, any other kind of scum rock at all? Uh, well, I was mean to bring up in that last thing. This is like some sort of. I don't know if this is true or not, but there was like some sort of feud between Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies and the. Have you ever heard of the Mentors? Yeah, the Mentors are. Oh I, yeah, I love the Mentors. Yeah, I got, oh yeah, I got T-shirts signed by. Uh, well, the only person I didn't meet in the Mentors was uh, El Duce. He was already dead, but yeah. Oh yeah, I know all those guys. Yeah, I, in fact, uh, um, Heathen Scum, the Pope of the uh, Church of El Duce, he was the bass player for the band. He went on to play in another band called Kill Allen Wrench, which is another, uh, like, scum rock band. Ohio Biker? I do. I left Detroit in 1971. Sorry to hear that, Ohio Biker. Come hey, back home, brother. At least he still likes... Uh, Come back home, brother. At least he still likes blue. But, Go yeah, blue. Um, um, now, Al, uh, the, the funny thing is when me and Brian, who is my singer, and his younger brother, we had a band called Scarnack. Al also participated in the band a um, couple songs yeah right off the karaoke we, we, circuit and we had a song called hot carl about eating shit <laughs> and the guy that owned the club and like gotta say us you, younger guys we're not much younger than al but we're we are younger than al and he's like 
you guys, the guy that was running the boards, like, you guys are ripping off the mentors. And, that. and Al was, like, defending. He was like, these fucking guys yeah. don't have no idea who the mentors yeah, are. Yeah, I was like, these guys don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, and he was like, and, and then he would, like, try to play, like, mentor songs before we went on for our set yeah. to, like, shit on us that, like, we were ripping on. And uh, eventually we won him over. Like, dude, we don't know, like, what this is, like, this and that. And other, like, scum rocker dudes that were fans of it liked us and they told i'm like dude i don't know who this is i don't know any of this yeah and they were and all the like local scum rockers and bry his uh best friend everybody like basically we got the seal of approval like dude we're just young dudes just fucking around we don't i don't i'm not trying to steal anyone's shit or yeah like and 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 uh basically we went over the local fucking underground and it was it, we had a good time with it yeah because yep. uh and uh but the, but the that that led me to like look in the into the mentors and the fucking el duce and the that that video when he did the shitting in the girl's mouth was actually just thankfully i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it was uh chocolate sauce you know that yeah. one video it was yeah. clearly like hershey's syrup or something yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, i remember that like hayden the nation documentary yeah like they had that scene of him like the the prostitute pissing in his mouth and yeah. him throwing up oh that was gg like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that was legit oh yeah 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 no, gg was oh yeah when he put yeah. the hot dog in her ass and then ate it oh yeah dude that's all real oh, yeah. yeah but uh well you know i mean uh el ducci's claim to fame was that he 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 told some reporter that he knew who killed Kurt Cobain. Said that Courtney Love showed up at his house and said he she'd pay somebody fifty grand to off her husband. And then he said it was that Alan Wrench guy from the band Kill Alan Wrench. Oh, dude, no way! <laughs> yeah. oh, I you know, I thought it was like he actually admitted to killing him. Like yeah, yeah, supposedly he, yeah, like at one point, but then like if you knock off my husband, I'll give you this much. Yeah, at one point that's how it was, and then he told some reporter all fucked up that he told some reporter for some crappy little magazine that it was this other guy, and uh, yeah, so yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, that, um, and then like right after he did that, he was dead. So. Yeah, yeah and it was like he was drunk on the train track. Yeah, and he got run over. Yeah, yeah, like. Like a GTA Five death. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, like one wake up as Trevor, but you don't get out of the way in time. Yeah, straight up. He, <laughs> yeah. Straight up. He straight up got ran over by a train because he was too drunk to get off the tracks. Yeah, El Duce, dude. That uh, that guy like they try to that that local club. We try to haunt me with him for years. Like yeah. this is what you guys are doing. And it's like yeah, I don't know who he is, but okay. And then. Eventually, like I said, we we won people over and we had a good time with it. And Al jumped in, yeah. But that scum rock stuff, and it actually, like I said, I like I'm gonna look into this stuff and like what it's about because I'm getting accused of stealing it. And they they were definitely yeah. Interesting. You should be. They I were guess definitely you know in, what people are saying. Yeah, you're stealing. Yeah, and they were definitely interesting characters. Only thing I only thing I, my problem I had with the scum rockers is they became such extreme addicts and alcoholics at their performance on stage sucked well yeah near, I mean, near the end yeah pretty much it was, late. it was good it was good in the beginning but like that was Gigi just lay on it basically well el yeah. duce was was because he was a drunk like really bad and he would come out on stage he wasn't playing drums by this time and he would just lay there and just bah, bah, like 
like while they were yeah, playing. Like every I mean, dime, he, uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't do anything. You know, I mean, he was just like there. Yeah, I'm saying well, that as I'm I, completely hammered during my live stream. These guys are losers, <laughs> bums. Yeah. You got to be professional, unlike me. Yeah, right. I'm like, but they had no. Well, they were, but they were so drunk that they weren't even like. There was no semblance of what. No, the entertainment what, value was. Yeah, yeah. What they're what they were capable of was not even remotely right, right. at all. Yep. So they like they sort of became parodies of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you it, you know, if you become a cover band of yourself, a la. Like Leonard Skinner, there's these bands that yeah. you don't even you don't even, you don't even have to do it with drug use. Just like so many people pass away in the band that the band is just a cover band of itself. It's like it's time to stop. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like if your kid you, brother is your singer and four other people are dead, well, you're not the band anymore. I think you know? pretty much like when Skinner, like yeah. they retired what last year, or the year before they officially retired. But Johnny Van Zant was the longest running member at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the Rick, brother uh, what's of his Ronnie name? and the- Rick, Ricky Ricky Medlock was in Skinnerd way way back, but he left and started Blackfoot and then came back later. So yeah. I mean, like, but he was never an original member. But yeah, there was no originals members left. I, I believe. I believe it was uh, Johnny Van Zant was the longest member, and he started. That was like what eighty eight or yeah. ninety or something like that. So yeah, yeah. if you, if you become a cover bander yourself, it's you know it's time to quit. Well, I think that I remember reading something about one band, like really back in like the early '80s hardcore punk. I think it's called a True Sounds of Liberty (TSOL). Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like they've had like the most ro- rotating cast of characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, dude! Like there was one point where they didn't even have any original members. Of the I'm I'm the almost point. yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For a number of years, they did not have any original members, and I think like one of them was back in the group, maybe in the last five or six years or something. But because they're still doing stuff, you know. Yeah, I know their like lead singer has been their most prominent guy. Yeah, and I think at one point he wasn't even in the band. So, yeah, the the genre that I listened to for years, and I'm still a fan of uh, death metal. It's very interchangeable. Yeah. Like, a lot of the bands I listen to, like, you talk Deicide, uh, you know, Cannibal Corpse, Malevolent Creation, Monstrosity. Mm. All these guys have rotated members, uh, Morbid Angel. They've all, like, fucking, you know, Trey's mad at fucking Brett, so Brett leaves, and, and they're fucking... Whatever beef there, it's like such a rotation. Yeah, in yeah. death metal, and it, because it's such a like stylistically similar avenue, where everyone just plays fast as they can. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, you can, you can literally replace your guitar player, and like nothing changes. Well, I, I like, remember not, uh, like it's like the same, w- it's the same uh, band. One of the shows uh, that I saw at Harpo's, one of the Slayer shows I saw at Harpo's. Um, Goat Whore and God Forbid opened up. It was three. Yeah, bands. God Forbid. Yeah. Well, the dude from God Forbid lost his voice, so the dude from Goat Whore, after he finished his set, just <laughs> yeah. went out and did God Forbid set. Why not? Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't really notice much of a difference. No, <laughs> like, so, yeah, dude. 
yeah, uh, Brian can't sing tonight. So yeah, it was just like, like rah, 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 rah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> We're gonna have Brian sing for us tonight. Yeah, it, that's, those bands are that way. Yeah, and I went to. Uh, I think it was about 2004, maybe 2005. I went on the Headbangers Ball tour, uh-huh. and Kill Switch Engage and all these bands were playing. And it's not it's not death metal, but they were more like metal core. Yeah, right. Whatever. And the Kill Switch Engage guitar player was friends with the. I can't remember the name of the band. Anyways, there's a band that played before them, and the Kill Switch Engage guitar lead guitar player was their drummer, and like there was <laughs> no there was no uh, roadie or anything. Like the Kill Switch Engage guys, who's a fairly popular band, he's doing his own drum setup to be their drummer, <laughs> right? And then play his own set because it's I don't know. I guess everything's interchangeable when you get into a certain genre, and everybody's kind of. Yeah, yeah. Ripping each other well, off. You know, to... those, like genres are sort of they sort of ingrain themselves in different parts of the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm guessing yeah. you guys in Michigan have a really nice metal scene going on. What? But I remember growing up in Atlanta, like like I remember even in like small suburban Atlanta where I grew up, ska was a really big thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Ska was the thing school. here. It was the thing here in in uh, but when I I'm talking though oh I know you're a lot younger than me, dude, but ska was a thing and I never got into it, but I'm not talking shit. He ain't here to defend himself, but Brian, yeah, Brian was into ska. Yeah. Right. And, but I'm talking like 96, 97, like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Like we weren't even cool. out of high school and Brian's like, Hey, you need to check out ska. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> it wasn't your all. thing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to bury him because he's not here to fight me. Yeah. But, but he, I'm talking 96, 97, Scott was a thing oh, yeah. here in Michigan. Well, yeah. Mighty, mighty boss tones, of all of it. Operation Ivy. Oper- those yeah. guys going on. Op Ivy, yeah. But the kids I went to high school with, they were like into like real big fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Called yeah. The Flaming Tsunamis. I remember listening to them and they have like this. How the hell were you like, into that shit? You're, you're at least 10 years younger than me. Yeah, they'd have a ska section where it's like all the horns and saxophones, and then it suddenly transforms that that the death metal just. Yeah, I I really don't know how you how one one to the other. I I am in no way doubting you whatsoever or demeaning anything, but I don't know how ska hit you. You're a lot younger than me. I just don't know how that that scene connected uh, i mean it seems like i mean because i'm talking 95 96 you couldn't have been you were like a fetus then but all these uh let's see like the the best way i can describe it in like the context of youtube like i remember going to school and i see one of these guys he's got like the jean vest he's got like a big old operation (sighs) ivy patch with like the ska man on it yeah i'm like well what is that about i better go on youtube see what i can find and they got like a bunch of the guys from the Hectic EP on there. Wow! So I listened to that, and I okay, that's cool. Let's see what else I can find on this website. Yeah. And that'll lead you into Real Big Fish. That'll lead you into Big D in the Kids Table. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll find up some stuff from the specials or the selector stuff from like the eighties when that was right. Like a, yeah. Well, yeah, and see, like all of all that like ska music, all that goes back to a band called Madness. 
Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Oh, madness! Yeah, madness is cool. Yep. Uh, and that that blew me too because I heard like they're you know the our house yeah but in they the but yeah and that was yeah, like yeah. That, that was that the was... big hit but I mean like they they had so much they had a lot of cool music that uh um that didn't never really got played here they were huge in 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 Britain they were huge over there I think it's like they had that one performance in Glastonbury in like two thousand eight. Yeah, it's yeah. Like one step beyond. Yeah, where they got the whole crowd just jumping at one time, and it caused like it like registered on the Richter scale. Yeah, like right. Small to medium earthquake. It's, it's when, like when I fall and hit my hip, everybody can feel it miles around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go blue. What's up, Robert? Well, they're sort of turn around to the whole. That's not go blue. Floor. It's go go Baku. There he 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 fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, well, like uh, earlier I was talking about this young guy I work with, like I was talking to him about music a little bit and he was talking about who he listened to and just like some of the things he was into. And I'm like, your dad's got to be about 47, 48 years old. He goes, yeah, how'd you know? I'm like, because he's into the same shit that I was into. Because yeah. you're into shit that I was into at your age, so I know your dad was into it, you know? Yeah, you can do you can do the math from that point. Yeah, right. Kind of, yeah, you can deduce, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, it's not difficult to, I mean, they're, they're, there's people there's kids there's young people that are actually into led zeppelin and stuff but you know a lot of them just wear the shirt because they think it's cool yeah yeah are you really into Led yeah, Zeppelin? right you know well they, to give it to, to tie to metal sort of i remember growing up like the the biggest two things the biggest two metal experiences my my childhood being mastodon being a thing Mm-hmm. Like that was the yeah. They're from your area, game. right? Yeah, Mastodon's. Like a, I like Mastodon a lot. They're mm-hmm. good. And then there was also Metalocalypse, the adult. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I love that. I I love the hell out of that. Yeah, Metalocalypse like, is awesome. But I that that Absolutely. that song, uh, March of the Fire Ants, when that came out, and the they now we're old enough to remember OG uh, Headbangers Ball, me and Al. Yeah. But they re-upped Headbangers Ball in the early 2000s, like 2002 or three or oh. four. And March of the Fire Ants yeah, was one right. by Mastodon was one of the songs they played on there, and that was a really good tune. I'm like, who's this Mastodon band? They're like, oh, they're from Georgia. This, and I guess the, the uh, one of the guys in Mastodon's like just known for totally going to black strip clubs specifically. That's oh. what he's into, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that Brett, I think he's a bass player. Oh. He likes he likes the black girls. Oh well, yeah. and that's fine. So do I. And he goes in there and and he goes and he spends his money and makes it. Yeah, makes it, it, rain. it rain. Yeah, oh yeah, Hell he, has, yeah. he has a good time while he's in there. I think I'd like him. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd like to hang magic, out with him. Atlanta, Magic City is the spot to go to. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's where all. That's where all the rapper guys come to fucking hey, throw bands. Don't think I won't for I will never forget that Magic <laughs> yeah, say, City the, if I'm the, ever in Atlanta. The funny thing is, man, dude, you're from Atlanta. We're from Detroit, so like, either you or us, it's a rival. You, if if you're into black women, you there or here, one of those two places. It's like the top one or two. I think Atlanta's the black capital of the world, though they say, right? 
That's like worth- yeah. Well, they're like they try to make that like the mecca hip hop. Yeah, like they there's sort of mystique around it with like Freak Nick and all that. There's a lot of a lot of good. But I imagine a, Detroit's kind of got its own mystique to it. There's a lot of good so, hip hop that came out of Atlanta though. Out yeah, there's good hip hop. Yeah, Atlanta. A, a lot of it, but yeah. Oh yeah, like uh, the was it Outcast and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a I lot. Of our our hip hop is all white guys. Yeah, yeah. Eminem and. Um, ICP kid freaking white rock kid rock yeah. it's all the white you guys boys got deep twelve that's yeah that's kind of an intermingling there yeah yeah but the uh that uh but Mastodon they have like really like well thought out like you know I'm not gonna I don't know a lot I'm not, I'm not gonna their... try to pretend I'm some great musician but they have really well thought out like songs I don't know a ton of their yeah. stuff but I know enough. And it's like really diverse too. They got like a lot of, you know. I like that. You know, when when uh, bands try different stuff, you know, and it and it comes out good for them. You know. Well, I think they were one of those bands that are like most media or like Pitchfork or whoever tried to spurn as being having like progressive roots. Yeah, like they were really into prog. Yeah, yeah they they were. Yeah, they had a lot of time signature changes, and they were like, but they kind of said like we're not really a prog band but like yeah they have all the time changes and all the fucking atmospheric i mean there's, there's a lot of bands out there that like to do like alternate tuning that's like so crazy sounding you know like i mean yeah you know, well, but well, they, they try different stuff you know, well there's like a, there's a conspiracy theory that eddie van halen purposely tuned his guitar wrong and he would have michael anthony tuned to him so that you can never really play eruption totally right, no matter oh. who you are, yeah. because he always tune. He turned in this like E is like standard tuning, but it's like not quite a step half step down, but not. He basically made a tuning where like you can't tune to it to really do it. So almost like a quarter step. So <laughs> so in theory, no one's ever really played eruption correctly, right? Because Eddie did it set it up that way hmm. and uh, that was one of the beefs him and randy rhodes who is the number two guitar player at the time eddie was alive and they're both passed away rest in peace but um randy rhodes and him had a beef and people think it was about like their playing ability what the fucking actual beef was about from what i've read i don't know because neither of them are here to confirm or deny and you were a child and i was a fetus <laughs> and i didn't care either way because i'd like other bands besides both of them i'm not gonna pretend to be a big fan of either right i just like them casually and i'm a casual eddie fan and a casual randy fan either way their beef randy was a guitar teacher yes so his attitude was i'm here to tell everyone who wants to know my knowledge everything i've ever written Every note ever played, I want you to know how to do it because my thing is like spread it, right? Spread the knowledge. Yeah. Well, he came and, from and, his mother was a teacher. Yeah, He's and and teacher. he and he was a teacher too. Yeah. But Eddie's thing was like I'm innovative and no one can copy me and I'm the you know the master and and when they met, the beef actually happened because Randy's like, dude, you're phenomenal. Share that shit. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He's like. He's like, well, I'm not going to tell you. He's like, dude, t- why don't you want people to know what this is? 
Yeah, share it. And 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 he's like, well, you know, <laughs> he was like, kind of like, I'm not gonna tell you or whatever. And Renan's like, what the fuck? You should tell everybody because once you're passed away, the knowledge goes on. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. And that's how the beef started. One was like, I want everyone to know how I do every increment of everything I ever written, and the other was like, fuck kind you. of a bitch. <laughs> I guess yeah. it. Like he didn't want anyone in and. and and by the way, I'm a bigger fan of Eddie than Randy, but the fact was Randy had, in my opinion, the more proper attitude, though. Yeah, right. Like, like, dude, what good is everything you do if no one can get it? Right. You know? Yeah. Now, was that saying, like, was Eddie's attitude really grounded in narcissism, or was he just really playing up to that character, I think? It was like, yeah, well, I, if I say I'm the best, and I know I'm the best, then all my fans are going to just believe that outright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that there's 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 probably something to that. Absolutely. Yeah. It just it could have been because Randy was good enough to be he was maybe a little threatened or whatever. We were like, I'm not gonna tell you, you know. Maybe yeah. he would tell like you or me if like, dude, what are you doing, Randy? Uh what are you doing, uh Eddie? And he might but like the guy that was like nipping at his heels shows up is like, I'm not you know, get away. Yeah, I'm not giving I'm, him. I'm not telling you what I'm doing. Him, I see. But yeah, because <laughs> that's like that's like you know that's just a healthy competition. Mm. You know, if you're the best and you want to stay the best, you're not going to let your competition know. Like uh, how to be the best. Like you, you've heard uh, Big Bird. You've heard the Beat It solo, right? Beat It by Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. 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 Eddie does the solo. Yeah, he does the whole song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, well, that solo is out of tune. And people don't know if it's because Eddie had a you know you know a little too much whiskey, or Eddie was like, no one will duplicate it right because the beat it solo is one of those solos people mimic, but supposedly never nail. Yeah, you know because there's more technical solos, there's more solos that are difficult, but supposedly, and I'm not a a, hard, a great guitar player. I'm I'm not even really a guitar player. I'm, I'm a bass player. But supposedly that's the solo where no one's like nailed it like nailed it yeah right and yes. it, it, it was because eddie like tuned his shit wrong and, and dude but then again you can make a case for it even though i'm more of a, a randy guy in in theory of like hey everybody should know myself but it's kind of fun to have that like treasure hunt right yeah so a treasure hunt's cool too so that's what i don't know maybe yeah, I mean, maybe fucking eddie had it right like let's see let's see these fuckers can really do it and I'm gonna do set it up this way, and I'm gonna tune in a tuning that no one does, and just see if they can figure it the fuck out. And that's well, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned about '80s bands is that a lot of them they really relied on production to, yeah. to sound the way they were. Yeah. So you can never tell if like whatever you hear on like anything from. From that period in music being legit or just being bolstered by meticulous programming. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, even right now, and I talked about this uh, with my brother-in-law, Stones Malone. By the way, you guys can follow him on YouTube, Stones Malone. And he has guitar covers and stuff. And you can literally just, you can play like, you can play a line correctly you might not even be able to do a whole song, but you can play a line correctly, copy paste, and make yourself sound like some badass like player. Yeah, because all you got to do is nail like one line. 
You don't have to nail a song. You don't have to nail anything. You just got to nail one line at a time. And he showed me, like, how people do it. And by the way, I met him because he was my guitar player. And uh, he married my sister. Fuck him. Yeah, but he, asshole. <laughs> but he'd be like... But, it, but like when I I met him, did he get your blessing? <laughs> he actually did. He's like, is it cool if I ask your sister out? I'm like, yeah, but she don't date nerds like us, man. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, I tried. I didn't approve of it because to protect him, not her. I was like, dude, don't do it. He's like, no, she's cute. Like, it's not worth it. Trust me. And he totally. But she was like kind of interested in him. Though, yeah, she, she was. She was interested in him. For yeah. Sure. But all joking aside, everything worked out great. But he. Uh, but he he explained to me like how like through like modern technology, you don't even have to be a good player. You just go up there and you just throw shit together, and you can sound decent. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, that's how like the Edge from U two made his career. Is that. He just he used the reverb or the repeater pedal, yeah, to make his yeah like the first two albums of U two, yeah, and he admits it too because they did that documentary with like him, Jimmy Page and Jack White, and yeah. they got a segment where he's got like the the pedal board that looks like a spaceship console, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like it looks like a fucking Death Star command command post, just a million different buttons, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna play three notes. But I hit this amount of pedals, and it sounds like I'm playing nine at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You, you two, like, they're as far as like musicians, they're nothing special. But you no. know, that's not everything. But you they gotta, created, if you, if you they've write created a style creative, of music that yeah. nobody. They've created a style of music nobody else. There's nobody out there like them. No, I mean, you can, yeah, like you, you can talk make about, like a rhythm, or you can make a, a riff that that'll connect with people, or at least just put the hook in them you can you can go far yeah yeah if, they, if, they if you can write yeah if you if you write one riff that everyone loves that's that's like one riff better than like 99.999 percent musicians ever do yeah it doesn't matter like and, it doesn't matter if you if, if people connect with it and resonate with it then you won and i didn't right or and I'm I'm it's, guessing it's like eighties eighties Bono was sort of a heartthrob for women at that time. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, Just women liked like him the for sure. Guy. Sure. Yeah, they liked him. Yeah. I mean, but they did. They did a lot of um, you know, YouTube's done. I mean, you always know it's YouTube, but they've done a lot of reinvention over the years. Different styles, you know. Um, yeah. So you you always know it's them, but it. It's like, oh wow, that's a that's a different. They did the Batman Forever song, <laughs> "Thrill Me, uh, Kill Me," or whatever. Oh that. Boy. Yeah, they. Yeah. Well, like every good band, they write crappy songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would much rather be a a bad musician that's super creative and people like than a great musician that's not very creative. And we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. With band progressive bands, right. Even though I'm contradicting myself with everyone does with music, because we were talking about Mastodon, who's technically considered a, a progressive brand, but my point is, music is totally subjective. If you like it and I don't, or if if 
I'm better a better way to put it. If a million people like it and I don't, well then fuck me, right? Right. The million yeah. people are going to make that guy money. Right. So who cares? Yeah. But if you're trying to be like a super great musician, Rick Ashley's a real hero. Absolutely. We love the honorable Rick. But yeah, all you have to do is create something that people like Brett enjoy and that's it. It doesn't have to be great. It, to me, it has to be great to everybody else. I, is he referring to Rick Astley? Anybody but Ash- Ashley. Rick Ashley. I'm going to grab another <laughs> Rick beer. Ashley's just some guy that lives down the block. But yeah, if 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 your music if people like your music, it doesn't matter how bad anyone thinks it is, you know, ICP is a good example and I don't like ICP, but they have a whole like legion of worshipers. Yeah. So yeah. fuck me, right? Yeah. I don't have a legions of worshipers. They do. Craziest thing I ever saw. Yeah. Craziest thing I ever saw. I moved to Salt Lake City in like five days after I was there. I'm sitting at a light and watch two fucking juggalos walk across the street at the light. I'm like, are those fucking juggalos? <laughs> and went to work that night and said, hey, man, you guys got juggalos out here? They're like, oh, fuck yeah, all over the place. <laughs> then they pointed at this guy who ended up becoming one of my friends. They go, yeah, that guy over there, he's a juggalo. <laughs> I'm like, no shit. Yeah, apparently Salt Lake City was like one of the more, one of their most popular places to play. Could not believe yeah. it. I'm guessing like the Midwest would sort of be their area. Yeah. Expertise. And I mean, that's but, more like. I, I get people that will actually say like the Great Malenko is a legitimately good album. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I really, I really can't speak because I haven't listened to a lot of them. But, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. My, uh, my brother, uh, Brian, he was into him a little bit. He was pretty young though when that, on all that came out. Yeah. You know, he was in his early teens. Um, I, I, I was like far already, you know, I was like seven, I'm seven years older than him. So like, I was totally not into him at all. So plus I, I knew like this buddy of mine, like he moved to our area, but like he grew up, uh, with, he didn't grow up with them, but like his, his best friend, like knew them, grew up with them, like went to the mall together and hung out when they're, you know. And so, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I already kind of knew who they were. They were just, you know, I mean, it's just like Kid Rock, just like Eminem. I mean, yeah, I don't, I just don't like, I just don't care for too many of, I like Eminem a little bit, but I'm just not a big fan of all of it. You know, it's not my style, really. So, you know, not a Kid Rock fan, mm-hmm. really. You know, some songs are okay, but it's not my, my, it's not my scene at all, you know. But, you know, people like, oh, you got to promote local music. Well, I wouldn't call them local anymore, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I really don't know what to think about those bands. Yeah. I'm kind of the guy that's like. Somebody's trying to join. It's sort of like an established meme, like a band like Nickelback is just universally terrible. Yeah. I'm the kind of guy, like, I hear them on on the radio, and I'm just like, well. I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of indifferent to it. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's, it's become a meme where people are just like, 
abhorrent towards them. Like they just they hear their music, they just can't stand it. But I hear it come on the music. I'm like, I mean, you know, it's not that good, but it's kind of a product of its time, and I I can sort of appreciate it in the sense that it was. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's still there. It's 20 years later and it's still there. They're still playing, you know, it's like, I mean, I, you know, at work we have the radio on and I, we just have a radio station on. So whatever's playing is playing, you know, I mean, do I, would I personally listen to it? No. Yeah. And sort of just not, not getting, but there's some people that just get like abhorrently angry at that stuff. And it's just like, why? Yeah. Um, E Cook tried to chime in. Yeah, I missed it. Oh. Yeah, but try to get back in here. I missed the call with someone. Yeah, it was E Cook. Well, it was Abram Steinakoen of Ramano. Yeah, it was him. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'm, 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 the, I'm the same way. I'm here. the same way, Big Bird. I, I'm like kind of indifferent to a lot of stuff. There are certain bands that I just don't like period you know and i mean it's uh that's how it is i'm not you know i would never uh, nickelback's one of them that like i won't go see him try to get back in here i'm here to control the system um wherever it was you know we get like a you know you get like a lot of the free summer concerts around here and stuff and people are like oh we should go you know oh this festival's coming i'm like uh oh there'll be live entertainment and the first thing i think is yeah Probably like Collective Solar Candlebox, and <laughs> and guess who it'll be? Collective Solar Candlebox, and uh, I'm not going to see him. You know, I mean, it's just not my thing. You know, I'm, um, but do I hate him? Mm, well, I don't know. Hate's a strong word, but I don't like him. I don't like their music. It's not my thing. So, but well, if Collective Souls and an Athens, Georgia band. Yeah, I know. I can't. I can't feel too impartial to them. Yeah. Like you know, their hometown OG. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, but I, I'm just like, I'm not like, you know, there's there's certain bands. It's just, I, yeah, you know, I don't hate them. I just don't like them. And I, you know, I don't go out. I'm definitely our, not listening our, to music. Our hometown uh, equivalent of that is uh, Sponge. But see, I like Sponge, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Sponge, yeah, but Sponge had some pretty cool tunes, though. So, I mean. Oh, they did, you absolutely. Know what, you know what was a good hometown you guys got? Negative approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah John yeah. Brandon, baby. Yeah, they're good. John Brandon, baby. I got, yeah, I got him on my Instagram. Good. Yeah, I got John Brandon on my Instagram. It's awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing that on YouTube back in the day. It was like the yeah. Sub Pop 30th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, negative like, approach, man. Negative approach. You're tired. That's like old school. That's like way old. All right, yeah. Premise well, Land is everybody else like Killdozer, Naked yeah. Ray Gun, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. big black reunion, yeah, right, really cool. yep. All right, Premise Land is dozing off. Premise Land, you have a good night. Rest easy. All right, Cuz, have a good night. Yep, do what you got to do, sir. So what? Uh, e Cook said he just accidentally hit the button. I don't know. I put uh, it back out there. If you guys want to get, he in said here. he said I hit the button because I have fat fingers. Oh, okay. So don't worry about it. Yeah. If you don't want to get in here, don't. Yeah. So it, it seems to me, Big Bird, you're you kind of, kind of uh, more into the punk, kind of like me. I'm. Uh, it's that's kind of like my thing. I mean, I love metal too, but I love like you know certain metal. I'm. 
I'm not into all of it, you know. Well, I can kind of give you a road map, a road map into my experience with Puck. Mm. And that being probably when I was in middle school, my dad, he went to Best Buy and he got the sex, never mind the bollocks. Oh, yeah. Sex oh, yeah. And the uh, London Calling by The Clash. Oh, yes. And he told me, like, this is this is what I was into when I was in college. They're like the the entry level there. Yeah. So that was sort of my first steps into that journey. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I told you, the last time I was on, I was, like, being, just wandering on YouTube, finding stuff. You see, like, the decline of Western civilization, and it opens your doors to, like, Black Flag, and uh, yeah. Germ, yep. Alice Bag. Yep. And I remember when I was in high school, I was the biggest Dead Kennedys fan you yeah. could possibly imagine. Yeah, I, like, I... I had all their albums. I listened to everything they did. I remember I went on a trip with my family to San Francisco, and we found rest. It was like Rasputin Records. It was like the local record store. Yeah, I remember going to the top floors, rooting through all of them to find a oh, shit. I can't even remember what the album was, but it was like the one was like Soup is Good Food. Yeah, and like Rambo the Clown. E Cook. Oh, it was like one of the later. You're here. <laughs> I made it. You went to that game. Yes, um, I did. You were live at the Michigan game. Now I'm coming to you live from the nicest hotel room that you can get for less than $70. Nice. Yeah. So how many handies have you been offered for crack? <laughs> the the area there. I ended up uh, like 35 miles south of the stadium, and it took me an hour and 10 minutes to get here. <laughs> so really <laughs> holy shit so like it, Indianapolis there everything uh, where, uh, south of the stadium is under construction oh man and, I mean it's under construction they just that means they just put barrels everywhere apparently oh so, yeah 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 absolutely I would say I would say well, why didn't you stay north of the city but you're from you came up from the Appalachia so that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, well, hey, the game was great, right? Yeah. Everything went the way we needed needed it to go. Man, did it ever! It was it was an excellent game. Well, uh, you know, after the game, uh, Brady Brady uh, Quinn said that uh, he still believes Alabama's number one. Well, Brady Quinn's a homo. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much what I said. Beautiful man, but a homo. Yeah. yeah. He's also a bitter Notre Dame fan. I'm sure we probably uh, stopped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So. How long yeah. did it take you to get from the hills of Tennessee to there? Seven hours. Wow. That's not bad. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I like I like road trips, so. Yeah, I like road trips. No, like, no. What what major city? You don't have to give the exact city, but what major city are you near in Tennessee? Uh, I'm near Memphis. Oh, oh okay. you're that far west. Yeah, yeah. I th for some reason I thought you were near Knoxville. I don't know mm -hmm. why. That's way the other way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nicer end of Tennessee. I live on the ugly end. Yeah, I was in Memphis once. I was on I'm Beale sorry. Street. No, yeah, I remember like 
walking, we were like, we got stuck. We got basically our flight got delayed and we were like wandering around me and my ex-wife. We were wandering around and then we, we were just like walking. It was a nice night. And then next thing you know, I'm like, Oh, I, I think we got to turn around. I think we we're in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, literally it was like night and day. All of a sudden we walked like three or four blocks down. I'm like, Oh shit. This don't look right. Did you say, hey, fellas, I have a lot of cash I need to deposit. Is there a bank near here? Literally, there were cars, like, that were stripped, you know, and shit. And And there was, like, gang symbols painted on buildings. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I turned around. We walked back the other way. It's just funny being, like, we're from Detroit. We're like, hey, dude, your town's really messed up, man. Well, like, like you said, we've been see, fought, we've been like inhabitable is, is, since the '60s. The thing is, is <laughs> Man, the thing is, Mike is see, I know Detroit, so yeah. I know where not to go. Yeah. When I was wandering through Memphis, I did not know this. You know to <laughs> fucking throw on your fucking battle armor, yeah, and right. Red suit hey, and hey here, okay. here's where I don't go, <laughs> and I'm walking along. I go, oh, hey, this looks really bad. I'm gonna turn back. Around. But but I always tell people that that like talk about like, dude, Detroit's rough. And they're like afraid. I'm like Detroit's rough, but you know what? I delivered a Flint, and I'm here to tell you, Flint is <laughs> yeah. way fucking worse. Yeah, Flint yeah. doesn't isn't as big as Detroit, so it doesn't have the reputation. Yeah. But I'm scared when I'm in Flint. In Detroit, yeah. I'm never scared. Yeah, but uh, Flint, dude, I'm fucking scared, and that's like an hour north of here because you could be on a a, a country back road and you go into like a, a party store and there's like bulletproof glass and, shit, and you're like. Dude, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Why is this well, dangerous? They're it's, like it's, it's that way. All their crimes per capita are like you know. There's only a hundred thousand people in Flint or something like that. Hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, yeah, dude. But their per capita for crimes, like all crimes, are just like uh, sky yeah, high. Dude, dude, Flint's a fucking a gore fest. Yeah. Don't ever go to Flint. Well, I don't understand how Flint can go on being like the biggest national health crisis. That nobody gives a fuck about. Had, That's because they're so evil. No one cares. Water for like it's been like five years. Right? Yeah, yeah. If, if humans lived in Flint, they wouldn't care. They would yeah. care. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, they're finally like starting to like go after some of those people a little bit, but I mean, still, they're still not really talking about it that much. But well, well I remember like people are were donating five years. People were donating them water truckloads of it and they were donating water to the flint people because all the shit they were like getting cancer and everything else and they were throwing the water on the edge of the curb to fucking at the on thursday oh yeah they were just dropping it yeah i don't want this shit yeah it's like you can't help them people no you can't help don't taste like (laughs) it it don't taste like a, a, a dirty metal pipe yeah this tastes funny like like, is this real water? <laughs> yeah. Was that band, what, King 810 or something? There's a, some band from up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, total, like, white trash fucking, like, kill you in your sleep fucking guys. And, like, and uh, they were, like, handing out the water in the beginning, and people were throwing it away. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Flint's a different animal, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a completely different thing. Yeah, like, I, I'm telling you guys, I deliver to De- Detroit two days a week, Flint one one day a week, and I'm only scared one day a week. Yeah, <laughs> like like just get me the fuck out of here <laughs> just now. That place is 
terrible. It sucks because like they've got like this great venue there, the Machine Shop. The Machine Shop is the best metal club in the world, and and <laughs> I'm, like, I mean, you could go there, but it, it every metal club has to be in a bad neighborhood. It's got to be, and it's uh, like a really really bad one. So uh, like it's every such me- a great place though. Now, E Cook, you're from Chicago, and Big Bird, you're from Atlanta. And I'll guarantee you, without even knowing, because I've never been to either town, the best metal clubs are in bad places in your towns. I guaranteed, guarantee it. Guaranteed. Atlanta, if I go to Atlanta to your best metal club, I have to fucking go right in and right out. Same with Chicago. Yeah, we're not wandering around. We're not wandering around like, hey, here's Taco Bell. Yeah. You know? Like anytime I hear about like a band performing or like an actual good scene going on in town, it's always in a place like Edgewood or like East Atlanta. Is I know because I've actually been there before. And like the minute I see like a Malcolm X mural on the wall, I know like yeah, this is this is just the, the kind of place. Yeah, they have a thing in, in Detroit called the African Amalgam. So it's like a collage of. And you're going to see some good metal around them places, generally. Yeah, right. right. It's weird because it's like that genre of music always prevalent in like the the least, like the no whitey welcome areas. Yeah, Yeah, because, well, back where they, back where whitey lives here, you can't be too noisy. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta go like Well yeah, like in the nineties when we'd go to Harpo's and people would be like, Oh hey man, you could park over here in this parking lot, five bucks and I'm like, dude, that's not your parking lot <laughs> you know. But it's like, you know what? I'm gonna park over there and pay that guy because if I don't and I park across the street, he's gonna walk over and bust my window and steal <laughs> shit because I watched him do it to other people. <laughs> Did you see that Seth Rogen line of tweets where he's saying, like, you know, I have, I've had my car broken into, like, 17 times, but it's okay because it's just part and parcel of living in L.A. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it just yeah. happens. You yeah, know, sometimes it, I got a cool-looking knife in my backseat. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to just hand out my shit because I'm Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get now, E-Cook, I know you have some opinions of Seth. I mean, having my windshield cracked in. Yeah. I was going to ask you um, earlier that uh, I was going to ask if you were going to do a review of Santa Inc. That's the that's what you should uh, have tagged your video in. Because that's <laughs> Santa really, Yeah. Like, that is the hot thing on YouTube right now. Everybody's talking about it, about what a good quality show it is no i haven't tagged it santa inc so i get i get, i can get all the frogs and tendy people hitting me up <laughs> <laughs> all the it won't uh, be any it won't be any people with tiny hats <laughs> no it'll be the frogs and the tendies yeah all of them <laughs> those are good people yeah they're the Friends, but you leave out the D, Everybody right? The friends, F R E N S. You got to have your friends. <laughs> the friends. So, that, so you cook back in Chicago. Did you go? What were the metal clubs there, man? Were there any? Uh, I was never into metal. I actually moved to uh, towards St. Louis when I was like twenty-one. I never went to any clubs in Chicago until. I would go back and visit. So you were like, what, hip-hop? 
No, you, not really. Are you a juggalo? <laughs> juggalo. <laughs> I've never even actually heard of that until not very long ago. Yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I was like, I, I saw the guys with the face paint, but I didn't know that they were like rappers. Oh, I didn't yeah, find yeah. out until they started doing wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, right. Juggalo, yeah. They were definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people that didn't know who they were until the, then. The funny thing is, ICP paid better than a lot of indie promotions. They would like pay you really well and take care of you. If you did yeah. the Juggalo shit, they would. Yeah. They would take care of you because indie wrestlers like make nothing, like like very what. Um, I don't know anything. I I know that juggalos are what their fans are called, and something they drink some kind of weird. Well, they drink Fago. Fago. Yeah, Fago. They drink made Fago. Here. It's made here. Yeah, it's Detroit made. Yeah. Yeah, that's now, that's the. I've never more for their never musical prowess or more for their wrestling expertise. They're 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 more. Like ICP is more of a brand than they are anything. Yeah, like the Sunday. wrestling's really what got them on the map. But they'd had like a bunch of albums before that even started. But they 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 were just very local. And yeah, like, I, ICP when I was like fourteen, fifteen, they had, had their first albums out, and uh, Carnival Carnage was the big one. Like when they like hit it big here. Yeah, they had one before that that didn't really do much, but they they hit it big around here and then they did ringmaster which gave them regional stuff like like cleveland area like mm-hmm. down in ohio and they kind of creeped in chicago and then they and then the great malenko kind of made them a national well not national but sort of they got a little bit more yeah and yeah. they but it was more about the marketing than the Music. At some point, there, some all, all the pissed off little Momo teenagers in Salt Lake City found them and like, yeah, like wanted to rebel that, against their parents. That is amazing that they found it huge. Out there. Like the second, their like second biggest following is in Salt Lake City. They have they pack the places there when they play. And by the way, their first biggest following is not here where they're from. No, it's actually like Ohio. Yeah, yep. They're really huge in Ohio, yep. and that makes sense because the Buckeyes are terrible in every possible way. Yeah, and you guys can have the fucking you can have yeah. Where, where'd they, ICP Ohio? Well, you can have them. Where it? Where, 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 where do they hold the gathering of the judges? Ohio. Is it like a state? Yeah, it's okay. in Ohio. Yeah, it's in Ohio. Yeah, yeah they, they they had it a couple times here at a uh, place called Novi Expo Center, but it. It didn't pan out. They, didn't they do it in Iowa a year, one year, or something like that? Like I don't a couple know if they years? did it in Iowa or not. Or Nebraska, somewhere out in the freaking corn they, country. I thought they did it. They've definitely settled in middle of nowhere, Ohio, yeah. where it just has worked. Yeah. But well, yeah, because, you know. In Iowa, I was told this tonight. It's very, they really want you to know that. What's that? The Iowa fans. The nicest people you'll ever be around. Are they really? They, uh, they, uh, they repeatedly told me. I must have had three different people talk about making gas in Iowa. Oh, what out of corn? corn? What, biofuel? Yeah. <laughs> they're, very, they're, they're very proud of their corn production. Yeah. Apparently, three-quarters of the state of Iowa is at the game tonight. Oh, I, I, I mean, really? Yeah. Hey. Uh, I, I don't know. I, oh, one, of my, one of my best friends, he moved there. Like He moved to Missouri originally, him and his 
wife and then she got a job with like i don't know iowa state or university or something it wasn't university of iowa it was either yeah. iowa state or central iowa or you know southern midwest central iowa or something but yeah you moved there southwest louisiana tech yeah well i can tell you like one of my prominent experiences in that section of the country i remember like in 2016 i i had a job opportunity with some sort of uh shipping company up in chicago or lamont and i remember i drove like 11 hours from atlanta up to lamont illinois and getting into illinois you had like it was just a whole a whole empty plane with nothing but windmills for as oh as yeah you're talking about like down in like like yeah like the southern part of uh illinois yeah i drove through well, it, was a, it was a whole jumping i had to go to chattanooga first and then louisville and then Indianapolis, and from Indianapolis, I went straight to Lamont, and from that <laughs> that section in between was just a whole like windmills and corn and <laughs> and everything you guys That's described. Cool, it was like something from a different. It you know what it was? It reminded me of like in that like you know the Knights of the Old Republic two game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Was it like, was that planet that they're like trying to revive after like the huge war? I know I can't and think of it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that. It looked like it's it's like a dead planet they're trying to revive from the dead. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. It's called. <laughs> yeah. I imagine there's also a huge conglomerate trying to 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 fuck its way into that as well. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, the funny thing is, there's virtually no windmills here in Michigan. Like, I've never seen, like, you see a couple. But when I'm going down into the Ohio Valley, and I, I do that Tuesdays and Fridays, and I go down into, the, into that valley, and you'll see fucking those giant-ass windmills everywhere. You'll see fields of them miles long. Because Ohio Valley is flat as fuck. Like Michigan is, I mean, we don't have mountains obviously here in Michigan, but it's kind of hilly a little bit. But Ohio is a flat fucking valley from basically Toledo till like Dayton, which is four hours. There's it's flat as a pancake for hundreds of miles, and fucking so they just plop them, uh, solar panels and fucking windmills everywhere. I mean, the whole, like, would you say? They have windmills, and the windmills are in, like, northern Illinois and kind of central Illinois because it's flat. Like, you can, if you got on top of one of them, you could probably see Chicago with a pair of binoculars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, basically. There's nothing. Ohio, uh, basic, where we live in Michigan, southern Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. The main parts till you, it, it's flat. It's flat as fuck. So that's why all this, there's that stuff because you have to go to southern southern Ohio. The town um, Chillicothe, Ohio, is where the fucking foothills start of Appalachia. So you're starting to get into like hilly area. But basically, from Oakland County, Michigan, which is about an hour 
north of here all the way to fucking Chillicothe, Ohio was just flat as fuck. Because it used to be a sea. I don't know if you kids know that. It used to be Driving flat. in mountains sucks anyways. Yeah, mountains, I mean, they're they're nice to look at, but to like, travel through, they're fucking horrific. Especially in winter. But you know what? Who cares? Because Ohio sucks. And friggin' drove out through the Appalachians one time, and it it was just too much. I, I like my roads nice and flat and straight. <laughs> you don't like the curves? Nah. You don't like them big and stupid. thick? Yeah, it was a... Really, eight bridges, probably more than curves, but... Yeah. Well, well, you guys got the pay toll situation up there, which, but, honestly, I'd probably prefer to what we got down south because I don't know how many people know this, but like Atlanta, the traffic situation there is like the second worst in the entire country, right behind Los Angeles. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's, I've heard that. It's like I know, like I gotta drive to South Fulton for work every day, and I get out at five thirty, and I'm driving home. And the roads are structured to the point where if, like, anything goes wrong, like if an 18-wheeler decides to get in a, a bit of trouble, or we have the the situation I've seen recently where you got, like, that one guy that blows a tire for whatever reason, rather than just pulling over somewhere, decides to, to creep it out to rest of to find a parking lot. Farted bad. Miles. And it'll slow everything to a crawl. Like it, it takes me an hour and a half to get home. It, it, oh, that sucks. It, it, it's the worst. It's the worst thing because not only are you like in Metro Atlanta, but you're like a stone's throw away from the airport, which is another high density thing. Well, yeah, that, you'll have all sorts of people trying to get into the terminals there. That that so airport's like huge too. Cluster, intersecting cluster cars trying to get wherever they need to go. At Detroit, to be honest. And it, and uh, I thought it was bad, but to be honest, it's not that bad. Not really. Like, I I fucking go from. I travel. I'm a local truck driver, and I I go miles. I go three hundred miles in any given direction. I'm a local. I don't have to go like too far. Like the farthest I go is like. Lima, Ohio, which is like 45 minutes from Dayton. I don't have to go super far. And coming back home, like to me, a long delay to me, like to be hung up in traffic is 20-minute delay. That's like, to me, is like fucking fucking up my shit. It's just not that bad no more. Yeah, ready to strangle somebody. Too. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, and, and that's with construction and everything. I don't have two, three-hour delays very rarely, like a, a time or two a year, it just doesn't happen. It took me minutes to get away from the stadium. It took you how long? About twenty minutes. Oh yeah, it it was horrible. They had all the roads blocked off, so everywhere my GPS went, the roads were blocked off. And then for some reason, the cops all had their uh, cars with their lights on, and they were shutting down one lane to shut it down into two lanes. Yeah, we do. I don't know, man. Traffic just ain't that bad here. It's just not. 
were lucky. It's uh, now it was it was far 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 worse till about two thousand eight or nine. I remember being like every day being a long day, yeah, but it's it just not it's just not that way no more. Well, people don't live here. It's kind of a ghost town. I uh. I we're, moved, we're, we we don't live where people live anymore, man. I moved in 2007, which was just before everything crashed. And uh, it was already starting to get bad here. It was already starting to jobs and stuff. But I remember the first time I came back, I was like, holy crap, man, nobody's working because the roads were empty. Nobody was working, you know. I mean, everybody was laid off around here. I just remember being on, like, the freeway and remembering how busy it was like, the year before when I lived here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's still to this day, it's not a lot of people moved a lot of people. There was job offers outside of the state and a lot of people did it. Yeah. It's not the same as it was. No, not the same. I mean, well, there's not as much auto industry here. Anymore no, either, it's, you know? yeah, it's all gone. No, I mean, there used to be like fucking a hundred plants here from here to Flint. There's. Nowhere near that anymore. Now, Cook, how fun was tonight being there for the big game? Uh, it was to see the rape. That was the fun. Did uh, yeah, did... it was the most fun I've had at a game. And like I said, I went by myself. It was a it was a heck of a good time. Did uh did you high five Harbaugh? No. Oh damn. I'm pretty sure I've got COVID because everybody was high fiving. Yeah. <laughs> so, who who do you want to get COVID from, Hutchinson's mom or sister? Oh, mm. <laughs> it's a tough one, ain't it? Yeah, they're both very very attractive women. I guess it doesn't matter because I know uh, if one's got it, she got it from the other. Yeah, <laughs> sharing. Hutchinson's fucking uh, uh, sister and mom are like hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen the sister, but I've seen. Oh, she was. She was there. Oh, you didn't watch the broadcast. (laughs) Yeah, like they. they, She was standing right behind mom, and you could tell that was that was definitely not somebody who's just getting in the camera. That was the sister. She looks just like the rest of them. She looks. She looks like her mom, but in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fucking hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we weren't. He made himself a lot of money the last two games. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really hope, I hope uh, that Hutchinson doesn't go number one or that we don't pick number one. Because I really now, like if he the, ends up I a like, lion, his his life's ruined. I like the kid, and I really want him to succeed in the NFL, and that's not going to happen yeah, if he comes yeah. to Detroit. I want Hutchinson to do well in the NFL, and that would be not being here. Yeah, playing for anybody else, but do not be in Detroit. So It'd basically, if we pick, life. if we end up picking first overall, my hope is that uh, which we will because we're not going to win a game. We're gonna we're gonna be the first team to be o sixteen and one. Um, what I hope happens is that somebody jumps up because they want him so bad and they make a trade and drop down a few picks to get, so that the kid can go play somewhere for real. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want him here. Well, that yeah. chance is probably going to be somebody like the Jets. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. That'll, that'll fucking suck for him, too. Ruining him regardless. But you know somebody else who might do it would be Philly has two. Has, Philly has three uh, first-round picks this year. So that could be somebody that they might want. They could, they might want to jump up because their their defensive line is getting old. Um, you know, I mean, they have a former another former Michigan, Brandon Graham, uh, and he's yeah. he's starting. He's he's yeah. getting into his last couple of years. You know, uh, so yeah, that's that's a that's a big possibility that they could do something like that. I mean, I I, I don't know. 10 picks too. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, that's another sure. one. Yeah. yeah, they're saying there's like four teams that could be uh there's four teams that have multiple first round picks who could be picking both of their picks in the top 10, which means like that's saying that eight of the 10 picks would be going to four teams. That's that's fucking insane. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, the NFC East has been like a garbage fire for like the last three oh, years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like ever since the Eagles won the Super Bowl, it's just been a complete Oh yeah, they've just been tripping over themselves. Which I, which I have absolutely no problem with because, like, you know, I I fucking hate. I I mean, I moderately, (laughs) I moderately can. I have only just a slight disdain for Philly, but the rest of them can just fucking blow me. I I hate him so much. A blow me sandwich. Yeah, I fucking I hate you know. I used to not hate uh, Washington, but I hate Dan Snyder so much that I can't fucking stand that team. So because I think Eagles fans. Let you know a little secret. I'm sorry, you guys both talk. So I have a a tertiary. Yeah, like I said, I don't have a complete disdain for Philly. I don't have a complete yeah. Disp- yeah. Now, what what do you say, Cook? Uh, Eagles fans are fucking horrible people. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, telling no, you that, there, man. Like, I'll accept that we're like the dredges of society in terms of fandom. But yeah, didn't you boo Santa Claus? The important thing is we both they hate Dallas. Oh like, yeah, fucking Texas can they're, they're trash. Yeah. When Philly played the Bears the last game in Old Soldier Field and was like 2002, the Philly fans at 9.30 in the morning were drunk and starting fights outside the stadium. <laughs> it didn't get any better from there. No, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm they sure. Were, I would yeah. rather talk to maybe in the country that's got a jail and That's true. That's true. Philly is the only one that does have a jail underneath the stadium. Yes. Yeah, Philly. I actually, I remember I took my family, because being with baseball, we t- I took my family to that one game against the Phillies where they would clinch the division. Oh. So, and that was like, I, I remember my dad saying, like, that was the first landmark game I've ever been a part of. We were watching just the Braves dunk on the Phillies for three games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the 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 thing is, that's that's pretty interesting for Cook to say that because Lions fans and Bears fans fight instantly on sight of each other. It's like a guaranteed fight. But for Phillies fans to like perform so much worse than us, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because I'm I'm not a Falcons fan. 
Like, I can't take that team seriously, especially after that Super Bowl loss. Oh, God. So yeah. I've had to regulate my loyalties to the Saints for the time being. <laughs> hey, well. And know. also because I lived in Mobile for a time. So I'm, I was sort of in that area there. Yeah, I remember but, when the Lions. I fucking hate the Vikings. Oh, so oh, like, God, I, yeah, I hate them. I hate the Vikings. When, when the Lions threatened to be a real team for a while and then the Saints beat them, that's when I hated the Saints. Yeah. Is that everybody jerked them off because of the Minneapolis miracle? The same game after they go to lose like thirty-four to three to the Eagles. Yeah, and it's just like well, 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 what was the point then? Yeah, you got a pyrrhic victory over a team that was struggling to even get in there uh, to begin with. Yeah, uh, my you'll never meet anybody that hates the Vikings more than me, man. It, I when, fucking when, hate that team. When you're a Lions fan, you remember great uh, wins in your mind was. Oh, Barry Sanders rushed for 237 yards in a loss to the Vikings, 200 yards to a loss to the Bears. He would do great, and the fucking, they would still lose because Lions suck, and they're a cursed franchise, and they're the most cursed professional franchise in the history of sports. No one can change my mind. There is no even close comparison. People try to, like, Oh, what about the Browns? What about this? Like, no, the, the Lions are the worst, most cursed yes. professional franchise, period. Don't even try to at me, here's bro. The, here's the thing. In the Super Bowl era, the Browns have actually competed in playoff games. What would you say, E. Cook? Don't forget, like, when Megatron would have, like, 10 catches for 197 yeah. yards and three scores, yeah. he'd still lose 45 yeah. to 21. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least the Lions can have made a playoff game in recent memory, like thirty years ago. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates, which is like the epitome of abnormal. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. No. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like, the, Pirate, the, the, the Pittsburgh Pirates had Bobby Bonilla. I remember him. It's a thing. They had Barry Bonds. Bonds, dude. Bonds. Jim Leland coached him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's they won a well, they won a World uh, Series. That's kind of like the pivotal moment in our history. Pirates like won a 1992 NLCS. Yeah, the Sid slide. Like you, if you go to the stadium, I'll let you in. If you go to the Truist Park today in Atlanta, they have like a whole section like where it's like the Hank Aaron section of history. And it gives you like the old time uniforms, the old time moments. They have Sid Bream's leg brace. The guy who made the slime in 1992 to send the Braves to the World Series, they got his leg brace there in a case next to, like, the World Series championship trophy, like the cigar that Tom Glavin smoked in 95, to the the actual myth that, like, Eddie Matthews or whatever the guy in 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 the 1950s who won the series for – do they have the fucking syringe that fucking killed Hank Aaron with a booster of COVID? No, they should though, because that's the that's like everybody else just pretends didn't happen. They fucking no, killed Hammer and Hank with a jab, and they're like, "Oh well, it just they it killed ended. Hammer and Hank. They, they did it. Hammer they, 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 yeah. no. you're gonna get a strike for disinformation. You're gonna get back. <laughs> yeah, they, they killed oh. him." Him and Marvel's Hagner. 
Huh. Marvin, they, they killed Marvin. Well, I know one thing about the Lions. One playoff win since the Super Bowl era. Yeah. Bobby Lane won. That would that doesn't even count. That was pre Super Bowl. Oh era. yeah. That since the Super Bowl, which is what, fifty six of them now. Bobby Bobby won Lane won in, in Tiger win. Stadium by being hung over. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when the Lions won the NFC North? Me neither. You know? Because <laughs> they never have. They've nope. never won the division. When, no. when, the Lions won, when the Lions won the title. Since the realignment 20 years ago. When the Lions won the title, it was so long ago, the fastest people in the league were white. Yeah, let's put That's it this way. That's how long ago that let's was. Let's put it this way. Like, the, all right, the, the realignment of the divisions was 20 years ago this year because the Houston Texans are about to have their 20th anniversary as a fucking team. Really? And they've been to more playoff games than the Lions. Yes. They've been to more playoff games. Don't than say us. it. It hurts. Jacksonville has been to more playoff games. They've been to the two Lions. AFC championships. They've been to two AFC championships and they've been in the I don't know how the Lions years. haven't won just by accident. That's you what know, I'm saying. You know, I mean, like, how do you like, not? Like, you know how like teams like come together by accident? Yes. Like Kurt yeah. Warner, he was like bagging groceries. Yes. And then he fucking won by accident. Yes. <laughs> because they had a crazy they had a crazy offensive coordinator who had innovative Hi Brian, I fell asleep. After the game, yeah, I, I feel like a lame wad. No, that's totally normal because it's late as fuck. Oh, yeah, the, the Lions, but you would have thought, like, honestly, just by sheer chance, the Lions would have won something by just because. Yes. Maybe and it never fucking happened. Dude, ever. Arizona was the epitome of fucking horrible when they were, what? They were the Chicago Cardinals. They were the St. Louis Cardinals. They were the Phoenix and Arizona Cardinals. They were horrible. They were always horrible. The Bidwells were horrible owners. And they've been to a fucking world, or a fucking Super Bowl with Kurt Warner, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I am. With Kurt Warner. The bag, grocery yeah. bagger. He was done bagging groceries, and he was bagging fucking Super Bowls. Gotta admit, beautiful man, handsome yeah. jawline. Fucking three I'll, Super I'll Bowls, him, and he but, won one. But he just he just shows yeah. up, Newton, he'll And adopt, by the way, when he showed he'll up, adopt when he, anybody, he'll adopt any kid. He'll in the adopt fucking any world, kid. Too. And when he showed up too, I'm like, I'm gonna just show up and beat Tom Brady now. Yeah. That, From the grocery line. Yeah. Well, Jets he beat. He one. beat. He technically he beat. He only beat Tennessee. He lost to Tom Brady. That was. That was his second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that that could very you know that that could be uh, a repeat this year. It could be the New England Patriots against the uh, L.A. Rams. In a, it would be the 20th anniversary of the previous time that they were. Yeah. Except for there would be no Tom Brady and Kurt Warner. It would be Matt Stafford and Mac Jones. That's, Stafford's numbers are like insane. Yeah, but the last three games he sucked really bad. But he, he showed that he's. True yeah. Stafford. Well, they're they're fucking. Do they got like the oldest offensive line? Do they got like forty year old guys trying to fucking you know keep them upright? <laughs> Ga- so guys like me out there, yeah, hey, the middle of their guy? line. Do they got they got like they had you know? I mean, early on in the season, they could run the ball. Well, yeah, but you know those old guys can't last as long through the season, so uh, they can't run the ball. So 
you know, he's got to gun it fucking 50 times a game. Yeah, kind of like how when he played here. You know how it is with Stafford. Like, you know, like he can gun it like 35 to 40 times a game. He can gun it and probably never get an interception. But if he's got to throw it like more than that, he's going to get an interception. And he's usually going to get a pick fucking six, you know, flat out. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. Stafford, Stafford is a very, very good quarterback, but not a great. No, he's got to have. He's, he's, he's got to have a. He's got basically. He's if he's got a good run game. If he's throwing four thirty-five times a game, that, sh, that you shouldn't have to throw more than that. If you got a good running game, you shouldn't. He's never. He's never been in a position. He needs. Poor Stafford needs to find the team that they just needs a Dilfer. Yeah. <laughs> this you need, is, you this need is a Dilfer. The, this is the team for him. But he needs a Dilfer. Yeah. He needs but, to be the Dilfer, but they're like. He's always the guy that everybody leans on, and then when it doesn't go right, Stanford, you suck. This is the team you know? for him, but I mean, like, well, I mean, a few weeks ago. Like, By the way, lied. he was Georgia. He was your guy originally there, Big Bird. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bulldog. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's a bulldog. Uh, yeah, sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear. Sorry for your loss today. Uh, you know, I never want Alabama to win, so. Yeah, well. Well, that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you guys because I figured like you could red pill me on sort of college football up north. Yeah. Because I've I've kind of only been exposed to sort of like winning. I've only been exposed in my time to like Bama and LSU, and I know that Georgia Tech's kind of been irrelevant for a good couple of years, yeah. despite their their impact on the whole sport. Yeah. And I know most fans around most people around here though like they're diehard Bulldogs fans, but they always end up never never being able to catch the mustard. Like yeah, I remember seeing cool, that yeah. that divisional or like that was it the Peach Bowl or the Sugar Bowl? Some sort of bowl where they were up against Bama and they just completely choked away the game. Oh yeah, that and was, was just like, uh, a shadow of the Falcons blowing the fucking twenty five point lead. That was just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that was like 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing about Michigan football, Big Bird, is we do poorly out of conference except against the SEC. Yeah. We do bad yeah. against the Pac-10. We do bad against all these different conferences. But for some reason, when Michigan plays the SEC, they we win. I don't know why. But they, they – um, it's just been a we have a winning record against the SEC, but Pac Ten we have a losing record. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the phenomena. I don't know how to describe it. But uh, uh, Tom Brady, he beat Alabama bad. Yeah, and yeah, but who knows? Who knows? I don't know how this playoff is going to go. But uh, Pac Ten teams. Kind of our uh, our weak point, kind of a poison. Michigan versus Pac-10 does not go well at all. It's always bad. Virtually. Well, I'm wondering sort of like the the rival. I you guys got the rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State, like Spartans versus Wolverines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Likewise, down south, it's always been Bulldogs versus Yellow Jackets. Yeah, yeah. And Georgia Tech. If you look at their history, like Georgia Tech has been fundamental in their development of college football because they were the guys that had John Heisman, and he's been the architect of the sport from as early as like the 
early 1900s. Right. Yeah. Right. Like he basically created college football as it is and just football in general. And it, it's kind of, it's kind of sucked that Georgia tech's been irrelevant in like the last 30 years. Yeah. Where yeah. the Bulldogs have been able to make, make it, make some sort of progress. Well, yeah. And, and with like with Michigan, even though we do have the rivalry that is, you know, Wolverines and Spartans, uh, yeah, we have the oldest rivalry, and that's Ohio State. <laughs> that's that's the oldest rivalry, straight up. Yeah, and that rivalry is extremely aggressive and violent because yeah. it was a a potential war. Yeah, yep, a literal war. We were going to fight them for, of all places, Toledo. Yeah, we, well, it's Toledo, Michigan, man. Yeah. We want our Toledo. Al will never. Al is like dead naming it. Al yeah. will not call it fucking Toledo. No, Ohio. Toledo is Michigan, man. But like, we went. We were going to go to war with fucking Ohio, yeah. Michigan. We were going to go down there and fight them. But the state of Wisconsin gave us, literally, just said, "Here, take the Upper Peninsula," so that the fight wouldn't happen. Yep. That's how we. That's so how we, get we, the got this, we got this frozen wasteland that has a bunch of minerals. Yeah. So that we wouldn't. But I think we went out because Ohio has to deal with Toledo. Toledo's fucking terrible. It's a terrible place. Yeah, but Man I don't want to give. Them, I don't want to give them anything. So it's Toledo, Michigan. Think about like Detroit care. and Chicago mixed and shit. That's yeah. that place. Yeah. But I don't. I just. I don't want to give. I don't want to give Ohio anything. So it's you know. I'll still call them Toledo, Michigan. Yeah. Well, out of the cities surrounding Michigan, like which is the most hateable? You got Milwaukee, you got Cleveland, and you got Cincinnati. Ooh. Well, Cincinnati. So most- Cincinnati. I don't mind. Uh, who Who do we hate most? Honestly. Because it's 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 really not that far, and I know it's going to be a, a, a clear pick, and it's closer than Chicago, and it's only slightly farther than Cleveland, but I mean slightly. The most hated city within striking distance always is going to be Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, It's not that far. No. I could be there in three fucking hours. Yeah. That place is a, sh- a fucking den of fucking evil. Yeah, we hate it. Fuck them. I hate them. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate the Cleveland Indians. Or, well, what I hate Cleveland. Cleveland Guardians. But, yeah, I'm Cle- still. Cleveland sucks. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hate them. Drew, Drew Carey was lying. Cleveland doesn't rock. Yeah. No. I don't care if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's there. It does not rock. I mean, we always had a beef with Chicago, but that that's, that's among fucking aristocrats. We're not yeah. talking about scum down mm. in Ohio. Yeah. Well, I remember my family, we went to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like back when I was in high school. And also we went to Cleveland because they got the, the house from A Christmas Story there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the actual filming property. Yeah. And I remember it was like they do a tour there and they have like the, they have the elf from the mall scene in there. The one, the, the female yeah. elf there. Yeah. Like showing people around. So I knew that was cool, but it's like we had a situation where my family's like walking down the street. My dad actually accidentally knocks to a trash can on the side of the road. And the guy in the house whose trash can is, he comes rocking it out of the, the door, just like, well, what the fuck you doing? 
knocking over my fucking trash cans. He's like, well, I'm sorry. I was trying to get into my car. I didn't, I just bumped the lid a little bit. Didn't yeah. think it was a real real invasion of privacy there. We totally flipped out. Um, well, see, like, you know. All right, I'm going to have to cut out of here. It's All late. right, Cook. All right, Cook. Go blue. Go blue. Go blue. All day, every day, motherfucker. Here's the one thing that I can tell you about Ohio, like having like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and having like the house, you know, from uh, Christmas Story and having these few things, they had to give things to Ohio because it sucks so bad that they had to have something for people to do when they drove through because if not, they would probably fucking commit suicide on the fucking road while they were driving. Yeah. <laughs> And then they would just have a bunch of deaths. So they had to put something there, you know. I mean, the fucking football Hall of Fame's there too, so. Absolutely agreed. Um, I'm done. I'm spent. I'm spent too. All right. All right, bro. Big Bird, thanks for calling in again. Yes. Hey. Deep knowledge. We appreciate it. Yep. Good talking music. Good talking sports. And I'm going to go to bed. Uh, Al, I'm sorry. I'm too drunk to drive you home. I, hope uh, you I don't care. Walk it. it only takes me about 10 minutes, man. All right. I put my earbuds in and go. Radio Underground at gmx.com or radiounderground.co. Big word, thank you. Thank you, sir. We're out. Hey, thank you for having me. We're, we'll catch you next time. Right. Catch you, guys. Thank you. in the pits of Detroit, Michigan. Your ass is listening to Radio Underground. Shit. Hey guys, it's two. And he started.